Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. The following content is not suitable for children. George, you ready to tell people what it's like for a man to have an orgasm? Yeah, bring it on, Lori. <laughs> orgasm talk. How about you, Lori? You ready to let us in to the world of a female orgasm? I am. I think it's so important for us to learn how to really describe and talk about what our body feels because sex is such a nonverbal language. So, yep, I'm ready. All right, here we go. Welcome to Foreplay Radio, Couples and Sex Therapy. I'm Lori Watson, your sex therapist. And I'm George Fallon, your couples therapist. And we are passionate about talking about sex and helping you develop a way to talk to each other. Our mission is to help our audience develop a healthier relationship to sex that integrates the mind, the heart, and the body. Interesting, Lori, when you brought up this topic, and I've had thousands of orgasms, but I've never <laughs> described an orgasm. So that's uh, this is a very interesting topic. I, I don't think many of us have described it and talk to our lover about what our body feels. I think this is what is so difficult about talking about sex in one aspect. We just, we don't even have language that correlates with what our body is going through. Right. And I know as a therapist, when people don't have words and they don't have language, that's usually a great sign that they're trying to kind of find out more about themselves. It's such a marker to be like, when someone says, I don't know, I'm like, cool, let's hang out here. Because once you know a little bit more, you know more about yourself. So I'm excited to get to know more about me and you here. <laughs> I think that as we talk about best sex, that the body, emotions, our spirit, our erotic thoughts, you know, emotional connection is really what helps people find language to describe this sensitive and personal kind of disclosure. That's that's right in the research. It says that, that in order to improve the quality of our sexual encounter, it's like we have to feel connected. Mm -hmm. So right. I, I would say, well, I love that people may try this together and I really hope they do, you know, make it really safe for each other. A lot of support, emotional feedback, reflection, talking about it. You know, I, I think that that would really help them Anything else you could describe that would help them feel that safety and emotional connection as they disclose to each other this intimate experience? We can go a lot of directions here, Lori. I'm trying to think about someone who's just masturbating by themselves and have an orgasm. How does that feel different than an orgasm when you're with your partner and you're in that sense of connection? Well, so and you're right. It's really different. You know, there's, there's different experiences. So... 
What do you want to start with first? I think that in EFT, we try to expand people's emotional intelligence. We do include the body, right? Mm -hmm. Ask them what they feel inside. But to expand sexual intelligence and to share that with each other, it's, it's like it might help your partner if you can ask gentle questions like, you know, what do you feel next? What, what do you feel here? Where do you feel it? I think that gentle questioning, the way we expand it in EFT, like uh, maybe even offer suggestions, like is it, does it go to your stomach? You know, what is happening inside? Just being really open. I think I can imagine a failed conversation here for people where one person is so excited (laughs) to Mm. talk about it and the other person is reluctant and comes back with the, I don't know what it feels like. But I also think one of the things is so powerful about this conversation is then you can also kind of direct your partner, like, I need this, I need that, and I want to amplify this part of what I'm experiencing. And, you know, it's just, we have to be vulnerable in a way that tells our partner what we're going through. And and I think it's very exciting to talk about this. I think that it's super vulnerable. So I just Mm -hmm. encourage people to do this in a safe way. I told my husband after I'd had an orgasm with him and just relayed exactly what had happened in in my body. And he was like, wow. So I guess that might be a a good time to talk about it. Okay. The afterglow. Yeah. Well, I I like putting some language that what I hear you saying is the safety piece. We've talked in other episodes about the red, yellow, and green zones, right? To to really have this conversation when the brain is in a green zone and we're curious and open is very different than when we're feeling yellow and threatened and defensive. So the timing is important. And I also like using language around gas pedal and brake, right? So people are ready for both that to be able to say what turns you on those gas pedals is great information, but equally important are the things that might turn us off that often we don't want to share right so if you're Mm -hmm. given information like what you like or what you don't like you're going to get to know yourself and your partner better Mm -hmm. exactly and if we're going to talk specifically about the orgasm to really incorporate that best acronym to pay attention to your orgasm in your body in your heart in your soul in your spirit your brain like all of those aspects are ways of just kind of getting to know more that specificity is what we're looking for the more specific you can get the more details and nuances, the more that you could kind of, you have to bring to the table. Exactly. So you want to go first? <laughs> you want sure. Me to go first? I'll go first because I don't really have anything. I mean, besides, yes, right? It's like, uh, it's, I mean, it's, I'm not trying to be elusive here. It's, it's just a, an amazing feeling like of just relaxing in this kind of ecstasy. So I don't, I'm looking forward to understanding my own orgasm better. Okay. So fire away questions or something, Lori. What okay, you got I gotta help. Yes. I gotta help you a little bit, right? You gotta help me here. So typical withdrawal. I, you know, <laughs> I want to make a joke right now. So tell me, like, does it increase for you? Like your arousal toward orgasm? Is there kind of a steady state where you're just climbing a mountain straight up, or are there kind of different heights that you get to, or? Where do you begin first to feel it? Is it in the base of your penis or is it like in your legs and your stomach? Where, where do you feel that spark of, oh, God, I, I want to have sex? And 
you know, how does it build? So I asked you a bunch of questions. You can take any of those. Can I take the fifth on this? I'm not <laughs> answering these questions. <laughs> you know, I don't think I've ever seen you, George, embarrassed or have no words. Shy. Uh-uh. I, I'm, I'm thinking about family members and friends listening to this. Oh podcast. my goodness! Said, Holy Please, cow. you know, I know. I'm thinking about all my friends. Like, oh, I have a lot of guy friends that listen to this. You guys, just turn this one off. Hey, then we got to stretch the culture here, so we could we could tolerate the discomfort. Yeah. I, I think it's important to have this conversation. So for you, G, for it me, begin? it's it you know, for me it begins pretty already turned on. So it's more a matter of as it builds, trying to kind of relax and then build it again and relax in. So it's more of a It's a tide coming back and forth. Like yeah, you deliberately relaxing and then Well, I think it's waiting for the right time of when you want to orgasm mm-hmm. and not want to orgasm too fast. And then, and that kind of teasing that could happen where you can feel it coming. And like, no, I'm not, now's not right. Mm-hmm. You know, so that, and that trying yeah. to kind of turn it down, right? waiting for it to build up again. Yeah, I, I feel that too. I totally get that. Where do you feel it? Like, is it exclusively genitals or is it throughout your body as you feel that excitement growing? I think it's mostly in my genitals. I mean, I think, I think with the orgasm itself, it becomes more of a whole body experience. Nice. But the the the, the buildup is mostly I'm focused there. How the buildup? You're focused on your penis, but yeah. when it, when you orgasm, it's whole body. Yep. Oh, that's nice. And so, like, how but does I'm, it how does I'm, it move through your whole body? I mean, it's it's funny. I, mean, I remember technically reading like an orgasms like a just the muscles, right? So I'm kind of like, I'm like, how can it feels like so much more than just some muscles contracting? <laughs> I mean, this is this has to be something divine because you know it, it's again, it's just a total for me a total body immersion, right? It feels mm-hmm. like on all levels, it's just like letting go and just it's yeah. I think that's why that word yes comes to my, maybe that's what I say. Like, yes. Like, it's like, just like this amazing wave that you're, you're just kind of flowing through you. So it feels like a total body experience. It's like you're saying yes to the universe, just letting go into, into it. Yeah. It's funny as we're talking about it. Like it's feeling more spiritual as I try to describe it. Mm -hmm. Like I never really use that language, but when I say that, yes, it does feel like I'm, I'm, part of something bigger you tap it into mm, that's beautiful and it just floods your whole body yeah and it's not really it's ironic to say but it doesn't feel like i'm at my smallest in that moment it's not really about me there's no ego it's just like this just this huge wave of connection oh, i love that it, you are sort of fading to your very smallest and then but you're part of this big thing yeah. Uh-huh. That is that is lovely. Any other sensations? Do you feel heat or warmth or excitement and like how does it how does it hit your body? I think warmth is it definitely feel warmth. I could also feel my heart pounding. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. My breathing's usually I'm breathing deeply. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think and then it's the it's the not wanting to 
contractions to stop as it's, it starts to kind of wane, right? It's like, just, I want to stay in this a little bit longer, right? In that place of just as it starts to pull you back to, to the real world. Mm. Mm. So it's like you, you literally kind of melt into that place and mm-hmm. you just want to stay there. Yeah. Mm. I mean, it's, it's about as radically present moment as there is. Mm-hmm. I could just feel like time stay. I don't even, you know, time stands still. You just kind of, it's pretty cool. It is beautiful. Like you said, it, I wonder as a woman, you know, what it's like for a man to be inside a woman at that point. It's like, what does that feel like as you're climaxing and you're inside somebody? Just what is that like? There's so many different encounters, but I think at its best when both people are moving right and in attunement with each other, Mm -hmm. that it's, yeah, that's just emerging that goes on there. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. Which Thank is you. different than an orgasm when you're masturbating solo, when you're with your partner. Mm-hmm. That there's somebody else sharing that, letting go and being part of that's it's this is cool, Laurie. It's it's fun <laughs> to not have any words to recognize like this is some important stuff that I think if we do the work to find our words, it's just it brings up more appreciation, more more gratitude. Thank you. That that was really neat to hear. Just wonderful. Just amazing to hear that described. I appreciate that so much. You're welcome. And I'm excited we come back for a break and hear about Lori's <laughs> orgasms. Okay. Here All we right. go. George, there's a new app. It's called Intimately Us for Couples. And it, you can download it on your phone. And I'm recommending it because it's amazing. I want all of our listeners to try to download it this weekend. It is actually free, but there is a paid for premier section that kind of goes a little bit further. Got nothing to lose if it's free, right, Lori? Right. And what it does is it kind of helps people with foreplay, you know, giving them sexy ideas, asking questions that you can share with your partner, lots of in-depth how-tos and ideas for mm-hmm. more connection, more pleasure. Right. And we know couples, you're jumping into that bed with that phone. So why not use it in a <laughs> constructive way, right? Check out this app where you, at least it's being intentional, trying to get couples to focus and prioritize their relationship instead of kind of checking TikTok or whatever else you're doing. Facebook. Facebook. Intimately Instagram. us for couples. It also has like this private center where you can share pictures, sexting, that kind of stuff. So that could be fun if you're worried about your kids getting on your phone and, you know, seeing your messages. Intimately us. I love it. Kindred spirits of people just trying to help people be more intentional in their relationship. Check them out. Speaking with certified sex therapist Lori Watson from Awakening Center for Couples and Intimacy. Lori, what is an intensive? So an intensive is 12 to 14 hours of therapy all in one weekend. And it's a way to really make fast progress on an issue that you've been stuck in. Maybe it's a sexual issue or a relationship issue. People will fly in maybe on a Friday and we'll do three hours usually, get them acclimated, kind of set a direction. And then on Saturday, we usually do four or five hours and Sunday morning, four or five hours as well. Compared to weekly therapy, 
I mean, there's just so much more you can get done when you have a chunk of time. How do people know if an intensive will help them? I do an initial hour interview to make sure that the candidate is suited for that kind of deep, long work. And also to make sure that I'm the right person. And for the record, if you don't choose to come in and see me, then you don't have to pay for that hour. Overcome the challenges in your relationship and your sex life. Learn more about intensives and Awakening Center's other services at awakenloveandsex.com. Welcome back. So here we go, Lori. Going to get specific with your orgasm. What's the buildup? What's going on for you? What does it feel like? Oh, I got to say, it's, uh, you know, I think it's important to put words to this. So, but it is a little anxiety. I feel a little anxiety about talking about this with you. So, but I'm, I'm, I think it's important. So, I guess for me in the beginning, um, touch kind of feels nice and pleasant. But there's kind of this very small area that it starts in where it starts to feel compelling. It's kind of the root of my clitoris. And and then it, it kind of grows a little bit more than that. Sort of uh, the clitoris is really the center of what starts to feel good. So can I jump in as you like that yeah. word compel? Mm-hmm. And then it starts to build. So what's the sensation that you're, you're describing that's starting to build? Appreciate the question. I think it turns from pleasure to urgency. It's like I start to feel frantic, almost like um, when you have to go to the bathroom really bad and the key doesn't work in the door, you know, and you just start to feel this like, oh my gosh, I got to get there. I got to get inside. I got to, you know, there's something inside that starts to just drive Mm -hmm. the sensation. So is there a fear then that it won't happen? I I think when it turns to that, frantic experience there's no fear that it won't happen i mean it is happening you're like on the road i mean i suppose there are things that could stop it but um it's not it's not the point of inevitability certainly but it's like i i think i personally experienced this relief like ooh, okay here we go you know just like it's so exciting to be on the ride at that point and i Something that I've noticed, and I, I've only started to notice it in the last couple of years, but I have this sheen of perspiration that happens all over my body. It's like, you know, in a second, suddenly I'm perspiring everywhere. And my hands and my feet, they're like literally wet as I move into that excitement. Mm-hmm. And and I start, you know, it's like I can feel my breath starting to quicken you know just having to breathe deeper like you said and i really literally i think feel my blood pressure rise because my face becomes hot so is your your face is getting hot yeah and and then it's like like in my vulva there's it i i was thinking about this and maybe it's christmas and i'm baking but it's like a a cookie in the oven that is you know, you put it in and you watch it bake and it's it's melting and it's spreading and it's rising and it it's like that's what it feels like inside like my vulva, not just my clitoris, but it starts to spread throughout my vulva. So it's like the labia starts to feel something. It kind of reaches down to the top of my vagina. It's like this ellipse mm. 
of excitement. And then I guess I notice that the top of my vagina starts to ache. And there's like these tendrils of excitement that reach up into my belly, almost toward my belly button. It's like I'm anxious, but Mm -hmm. it feels really good. So I always wondered about that. Like when you get engorged, like for a guy, it's like, you know, when you get aroused and it starts to stand up and salute you. Like that is something you're aware of. Like you can feel that happening and you uh-huh. can. Huh. I, I suppose it's that melting feeling. I, I, I don't think it parallels perfectly for me or for a woman that you can actually feel it because sometimes, you know, you can't feel it uh, when you're engorged, but. But certainly, I think it's more about the rising excitement okay. that you, I can feel it, I guess. And I notice that my quads get super, super tight, just like my legs are really, really tight. Mm-hmm. Then much of what you describe feels familiar to me, like there's these different waves of excitement. And I kind of have to decide which one I'm going to take over the crest. And it's... It's sometimes exciting to delay that and just to kind of wait for the next wave because staying at that place is feels so good. I mean, you want satisfaction, but you also it just kind of enjoy being so high. Beautiful. So you're kind of dangling at the edge here. Yes, sir. And being playful with what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. Well, once it comes, what's that like? I, you know, once I climax, I, I grew up going to Disneyland. So, and I, I loved games and rides that swirled you. And so it's like being on the Mad Hatter ride, like in your vulva. It's just this chaos and you're swirling and you're spinning and it's like your whole vulva is exploding. And, and then it, but then it is different. It, it, I, I notice like this shape. It's like a butterfly shape that expands down actually you know the excitement kind of expands down into my anus like the top of my anus and it kind of opens its wings like the inner part of your booty Uh, it's sort of this ticklish feeling that is really great and then then it, it really gets expansive it's like this balloon of excitement that rises like all the way from kind of the top of your pelvis bone up to your diaphragm and it just like almost like a helium balloon or a balloon blowing up it's like all this excitement starts to rise Mm -hmm. and then it kind of like then it just shatters through the top of my head Uh, and it's you know it's I mean it's like spasms that come all the way up and I feel my face kind of squinch up Mm -hmm. but I think at that point, my body and my soul just merge. It's like I can't help but cry out. It just just comes out of me, and it's like my body is, I'm in my body, but I'm also out of my body in the universe, and it's like fireworks that are exploding from my pelvis, like all the way through my body, even into my head and my arms, and I just feel it everywhere. Pretty cool. So when you're arching your back and you're clenching your fists and you know that that's the bracing in between waves. Like I'm trying to understand that as you said, it's coming in waves, right? So there's there's this seems to be this tensing up and then this exhale of kind of 
Does that make any sense? Yeah, yeah. It, well, I think the excitement is coming in waves. But once you take the wave, mm-hmm. it's it, it like follows through. You know, I I used to body surf when I was a girl growing up. And, you know, you would wait on the wave. But once you took one wave, it was like this incredible power that was, you were in the wave, you were in the power, you were riding it all the way to the mm-hmm. shore. And that's what it's like. At that point, there isn't stop and start. It's like, I'll go. It's so powerful and it's taking you. So I think it's different, like you having an orgasm or letting the orgasm have you. And mm-hmm. when it, this, and I'm describing a really good one, but it's like, the orgasm has you. You are lost in it. You it, like you feel the power all around you. The surge, the foam. You know you are in it. That's a great description. Right? With body surf too. So just knowing that it's it's a surrendering to the wave. Yeah. You become part of the wave. Exactly. Right, and you don't know how far it's going to go, where it's taking you. Know, you're just you're you're letting it go. Right. Exactly. It's it's just so powerful, like giving over to it. And I I honestly think, George, that both with my work and my personal work, I've learned how to surrender to that so much more as I've gotten older. Mm. You know, just giving over and that surrender. And it's made the sensation so much more powerful. I mean, I I know we worry sometimes, like as we age, it's going to become less, but not for me. It's like, it's so much more than I ever, I think I was just too tight when I was young, too, you know, too emotionally tight to let go like that. Yeah, that's sounds really important. As I'm thinking about getting older and how it changes, I think for a lot of men, there's so much pressure on the orgasm that the feeling is good. What a lot of men will describe just almost a feeling of relief that it worked, uh, right? Yeah. And they don't, that's not the surrendering that you're talking about. Right, because when mm-hmm. you're feeling that relief, there's still it's about you. Mm-hmm. It's about the pressure. You know, mm-hmm. but the best orgasms are this sense of like you're not worried about that stuff. You're just caught up in this this wave. And you're just you can let yourself go to the wave. And you know, and then even after the orgasm ends, it's still it feels like maybe that's the wave pulling you back out, but you you're still just that perfect feeling of being like relaxed, which is cr- pretty crazy. If you think about it, you've just had this physical activity, your heart's pounding and you're breathing hard. And yet this, this sense of letting go really does bring in this wave of relaxation. Yeah, it really does. And I would say it's like my body knows I've had an orgasm for hours later. Mm. You know, I can feel that it's like, I don't know. Um, Peaceful. Physical. I mean, it is peaceful in my heart, and I feel so much connection with my partner. But there's something physiological too, like that is. It's like you can still feel it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it, it, like your body is kind of still hyper aware of that sensation, and it has body memory. Mm-hmm. You know, that holds on for a couple hours afterwards. It's funny you were using the image of the spinny ride. I hate the spinny rides. Mine's more <laughs> like a roller coaster, but I hear what you're saying. Like afterwards, you just thinking about that roller coaster, your body remembers that feeling mm-hmm. and how cool that was. And you get mm-hmm. to kind of relive that, right? You're carrying that with you. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Cool stuff. 
Well, what a fun little journey, Laurie, <laughs> to try to put words to things that I've never tried to put words to. Yeah. I hope this helps people, and I hope that they will share with their partner, as we've now just shared with the whole world. <laughs> <laughs> and that this is a like. hard conversation, I mean, to have low expectations, that you're willing to just try to talk about this. It's hard when you don't have words, when you've never... but. As Lori's saying, and right on target, your body remembers regardless. Mm-hmm. Right? You've done this thousands of times. It knows it. We just haven't put it into words. Mm-hmm. Love and sex and intimacy is so often in the nonverbal words of our body. And the more that we could kind of put words to that, I just think it's, it's, it's such healthy growth. I agree. I agree that hearing it is, it's also so much information. Mm-hmm. I mean, I... I wouldn't have expected to hear some of the things that you said, like this sense of kind of the relaxation and the whole body experience that you described. Mm-hmm. That, that's really magnificent. And, and I really liked the clarity that you brought between the anxiety-driven orgasm where you just feel relief, I got there, compared to the surrendering orgasm where you let it go and you let yourself go into your partner. And, mm-hmm. and I suppose as a partner, you let yourself feel that it's so incredible. I, I would say, you know, a difference too for a woman is you can actually often feel your partner climax. And that's an amazing experience too. Maybe that's a whole nother podcast. Yeah. That sounds fun too. <laughs> well, there are a lot of, Orgasm comes in different shapes and sizes. So there's this is just the start of a conversation, hopefully, for you listeners. And it's okay to be uncomfortable, but give it a shot. Thank you for listening. Keep it hot and surrendering. Hey, don't forget to check out uberlube.com with the coupon foreplay. It really helps us to support the podcast and keep delivering free content. Thanks so much. Lori, really excited about the Success and Vulnerability Project. We are really pushing the leading edges of therapy and breaking down the process and in moments, session by session, choice points. Why does this work? What intervention are you using? If it works, what do you do next? I mean, this is the next level for therapists. If you want to up your game, you want to see real clinical examples, you want to break down the process, you want demonstrations, you want teaching. I mean, it's all there. Really exciting, good stuff. It is. I love it. I listen to the new modules repeatedly. It's great information. I'm learning, you know, still in the process and it is good. I love what you guys do teaching and the demonstrations. They're fun. They're funny and they're really helpful to my work. So this is training for therapists. If you'd like this training, go to successinvulnerability.com. It's all one word, successinvulnerability.com. Call in your questions to the Foreplay Question voicemail. Dial 833-MY-4PLAY. That's 833-MY, the number 4, PLAY. And we'll use the questions for our mailbag episodes. All content is for entertainment purposes only and should not be considered as a substitute for therapy by a licensed clinician or as medical advice from a doctor. This podcast is copyrighted by Foreplay Media. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.